Yerase. A fresh perspective on all things spiritual, self care, and wellness. Intentionally keeping things clear, simple, and easy to follow as you cultivate your personal power. My wish is for you to empower yourself, experience your divinity, restore your spirits, and create more magic in your life. I'm your host, Nas. Ooh, I'm just kidding. Um, this episode is a little heavy. So if you're vibing high and you're just like loving life and, you know, you maybe just got out of a period of, you know, holding your own weight, your own darkness or releasing that of stuff you were carrying that didn't belong to you, baby, turn this off, listen to it from a neutral space at a later time, but just do not, do not get bombarded by the information that's going to come through. This is not a warning, but a gentle reminder. All right. We're going to talk about depression. We're going to talk about death and we're going to talk about suicide and those energies that have come up in readings, how I've experienced them. And maybe it's similar to something you've known or you've experienced um or maybe you know you get to see how others experience it differently than you so yeah that's that's what this is about um oof so i so this is like I guess my fourth go because I'm really trying to be as authentic as possible about these energies and when I was introduced to them but also not go off and it's like I I don't want to blow people open by being too descriptive with um, the experiences if that makes sense so I'm going to try to keep it as relatable I guess as possible um I was introduced to the word suicide by my dad and I remember vividly the first time I heard it being like I wasn't even in kindergarten and I did something to piss him off or he was pissed off about something and took it out on me and he sat me down on the bed very roughly like grabbed my arms really tight and looked at me and said I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to commit suicide. That's not normal. Not normal thing to say to a kid. But I felt the word, and it made me feel very scared. And at the same time, I also felt strong, like, no, you will not. You will not. And then throughout my childhood, I would experience him I just experienced him being very violent and witnessing him attempting to harm like my mom or I would be in harm's way and it would be some kind of divine intervention. Like literally, I don't even know how to tell you guys how many times like my life has been saved by some kind of angel being or something like I'm just I don't know, like it's just like some protection and that's why I'm super tied to uh I just know that there's like something good out there no matter how dark or negative the situation can be there's like there's protection and there's safety and um there's like this loving energy that will keep you like alive and so with suicide I was just like whoa like I never really heard that word until I was in school again and like people were committing suicide like legit like friends of my friends and they were like recent like high school graduates that were part of the LGBTQ community and in the military and wanted to change their sex or their identity and were rejected by their family and society and stuff like that and their only way out was to kill themselves and um, there was one man, I don't even know like what, why he killed himself in the Habisha community. And he was like one of my favorite people. 
And all of a sudden I hear that like he shot himself in the head in his apartment. He committed suicide. And I was just like, damn. And I put two and two together. I was like, he was probably in the war. And he was single. He was by himself. I had a feeling he maybe was gay or like sexually abused. Like, mind you, I'm like, you know, not even, I'm like under 15 years old with having these experiences of like these people just like dying and telling me about things. And then we're going to the funerals and the cemeteries and like, and so I don't know. It was just like very um, strange. And then I, it was when I started doing readings for people um, who had loved ones in their lives that were suicidal, where I got to take a real look at that individual and what was going on in their minds and their energies. And I remember this one person who um, was concerned about their brother. And I immediately was like, is this the one in New York? They go, yeah. This is the one that's like heartbroken. Yeah. This is the one that's like your kid's favorite uncle or something. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting the right person, right? And I was like, I don't know if I'm astral projecting, remote viewing, whatever. This was like in the beginning where I was just like, oh my God, is this really what I'm doing now? <laughs> like, okay. Um, and I saw him looking outside of the window and it was very cold. And I, I was like, show me what suicide is. And it was a cold New York like night. And there was like maybe one taxi or something like that driving by people like cussing and like, all of a sudden you hear like the police sirens going off and like you just see people walking it's not it's like very few there's like a little movement but there is still life going on down on the street and this person was just in his misery of like what he lost how things are never going to work out for him how he had something and it's gone now and like he was just like he felt like a part of him had died so what's the point of being alive like Nobody wanted him. Nobody understood him. He was too old. He has no kids. Like, he's not married. He thought this was the one. He was rejected. He wasn't loved. This was the only person that gave him something. It was the, the person that had broken up with him had, was the light in his life. And he could not go on. And he literally thought that his world was going to be dark forever. And he felt nothing. There was like this numbness of like, what the fuck is the point? I don't even care. And he started opening the window and he could feel how cold it was, but he didn't care if he got sick. He actually enjoyed the fact that the cold was making him numb and feeling a little bit of pain because then at least he could feel something. And he was just thinking about what it would feel like to jump and it made him feel alive. Like he finally felt excited for once. Like, he didn't care about his family. He didn't care about work. He didn't care about anything in that moment. It was about him. It was the first time he actually felt his own feelings. And then something was like, jump, jump. And he couldn't do it. Like, it's like he was like, it was a suicidal ideation. And he had thought of so many other ways of killing himself before. But he was just like, no, like, it's like he, the, he would do it to feel something and then pull himself back. But he was just like, what if I don't pull myself back the next time I do this to feel something? And I was just like, whoa. And then she was like concerned because she was like, well, how do I help him? And he didn't want to say he needed help. Like he just wanted people to be there. And I think she was going to be traveling to see him for the holidays or something. And he... um. I saw her just like going into his room and like telling him she was just going to sit there with him and that's all she was going to do. And that meant the world to him. And she just did that for hours in the vision. And then he started to cry. Then he started to open up and talk. But it was just nice to have another person in the room sitting with him so he could process that he wasn't alone and that he actually did have love in his life and da, 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 but it was his own internal thing he had to do and that 
silent acknowledgement of like, I can feel you're going through something and you are not alone. And I'm not going to tell you, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Just like, let go, just be whatever, whatever. Like that's like the last thing a person that's feeling that way wants to hear. And, um, they're just really needing connection to sort themselves out because they feel like there's no way out, but to literally like die. And then I was like looking at the picture and then he went downstairs and then months later he was visiting them and then he found another person and then he had his own family and then it was like he actually got everything he wanted because he continued to choose to focus on the fact that he did have love and it was within him and he was able to let go of that pain, that burden, that loss. Like he was just so caught up in the fact that he like everything was just so broken and like wrong and this and that and it was like a filter it was like controlling him it consumed him kind of like a parasite from within but he was just like no get out and he so I was just like whoa and then there was another period of just like everybody I was reading for was just super um suicidal because of like fucked up shit that happened to them and it's always something fucked up that happens that like makes you feel like you know I'm done and you could seem like you have everything together but like it's usually something that like pushes you off the edge where you're just like I can't take it anymore and it could be super little or super huge it does not matter but it just sets you off and then you just kind of hit eject and you're just out of the game of life and so there was another person who was raped that was feeling that way that I kind of like held space for another person who had their family broken up due to, um, you know, a, uh, like, basically, like, DNA proving that the family wasn't really, like, their family, and then other, there were just, like, so many other experiences um, during that period where I started to feel the weight and I was like this gift is a curse like I was like I I feel the pain of the world I am walking around everywhere feeling everyone that's suicidal I'm like I was I was starting to feel heavy and I was just kind of like freaking out and I was taking these classes at the time and um they they asked if I wanted to be like a get a reading or something like that and they saw so many pictures in my space and my the teacher my teacher was like, do you ever feel like, you know, like, why am I here? Like, what's my purpose? Like, what? And I was like, yeah. And like, when she said that, I started getting very emotional. And she saw that my chakras were open and that my, she's like, you look healthy, but like, looks like your spirit's like getting, you know, like wanting to leave the body and da da da. And so she was like, she picked up on the suicidal energy that I was around reading, whatever. But I was like lingering and I was like, oh my God. And then I took my power. And I was like, whatever this is, is not necessarily my own. And if it is, I want to understand it. So that way, if it comes around again, I'm able to process it and it not overwhelm me. And I've never, I've never had that experience again because I'm just like able to tell when something is like trying to consume me into this pit of like darkness and it's foreign energy, you know? And it's because of my readings and because of my exposure to my dad, who would just, like, he was just, like, out of his fucking mind now that I think about it, and, and so much pain, like, how much pain do you have to be in to do that to your own kids, you know, like, I'm, like, what happened to you, like, I was always curious about that, and I never talked about my experiences with him, about him, to people, because I'd find that they would try to, like, I don't know, like, I don't need anyone to feel bad for me, because I don't feel bad for me, and I was, like, sharing in moments of, like, so you understand where I'm coming from and not necessarily, like, like it's part of what makes me strong, but it's also part of why I am slow, I guess, to, like, open up or I just want to make sure people are, like, um, I don't know, they're just, like, good people, people that, like, are the opposite of that and that can... Uh, you know, allow me to just like rest in my energy around them. So 
that's that's how I've experienced the energy of suicide. It just kind of makes you want to like creepy crawl out of your body and um and then reading for people mediumistically for their loved ones who have committed suicide no one that's ever killed themselves like it's like they feel so bad that they did that and they're stuck in this like limbo phase until they're supposed to like they were supposed to like naturally die like there's like some kind of order. I don't I don't I'm just telling you what I've seen. Okay, from my like psychic journeys and experiences. I don't know if this is like written down somewhere. I don't know the mechanics of it. I'm not like a researcher. I don't I don't look into stuff like this. I just look into it like in a vision and I experience it and then I'm just like that's what it is. So everybody has like a date that they come into the world and a date that they go out of the world. And we're part of this like earth school. And so if you decide to take yourself out, you are in a purgatory or you're in some kind of like waiting room and you are not allowed to like go to the next thing until the date that you were supposed to expire. It's like a weird, I don't know, it just looks like gray or white or something like that. Like it's just like a weird cell um, where souls are just chilling and they're, they're not able to really like experience stuff spiritually or, um, in the physical world. So that's how I've seen it. And like, they'll still try to contact, um, people in their lives. So you might feel your loved one that maybe committed suicide, um, around you. You might smell things. And, um, if you've talked to them or like experienced, like maybe they tell you that meet them at the water, or maybe they tell you, like, something when you're looking at their photo on the fridge. Or, like, there's, like, certain things that you'll feel, like, oh, my God, are they still around? Like, are, I can still feel them. Da, da, da. That's all true. And I read for this woman because um, we were doing mediumship in her home. And I could feel this, like, male energy following me around. And I was like, okay, I'm not the only one that he's, like, looking at. But it was his home that we were in and we're all mediums doing stuff so he's like looking for who can get his mom the message and he was going whoever was reading her he was like right there talking to them about like what he wanted to say to her which confirmed so much stuff for her and I was just like so shocked because there was something about her looking at the sunset and the sunrise like the water coming up and the water or the water coming, the sun going down into the water and then the sun rising above the water. And like, it was that time period where he and her would be the closest. And she was just like, oh my God. I don't know if she wrote a letter to him or it came through or that's like how she said that she was going to like talk to him or what have you. But it just confirmed that he was like still listening and his spirit was alive and it brought her peace because a lot of the times these readings are not like, oh, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm this, I'm that. It's like, I'm sorry. And I wish I did something different. I wish I had asked for help. I wish I this, I wish I that. And um, and so, but then they're just like in in that area until they're not anymore. And then when they're when they're gone to the next thing, then it's kind of like you have to explain yourself about why you did that. And um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's like very deep and multi-layered and it's a lot of energy. And um, I actually feel like there are people that are listening that have people that they've experienced who have uh, committed suicide and um, we're very like interested in the mechanics of that. So I just want to like confirm if you are listening and you're just like, oh my God, like I felt that person before. Yeah, this is your sign from them. So the next energy is um depression. This one's fun. <laughs> oh man. It's not that was a joke. I'm just trying to keep things light here you guys because you know me. Um so yeah, I again experienced a very uh It's, like, fucked up because 
There were times where I just wanted to be like by myself and like alone and the only things that would comfort me were like music. But I would listen. I was like a little emo girl. I always wanted my birthday to be in like November um cuz I'm a Taurus and once I found out that like I had hella Scorpio shit, I was like I already knew it. Like I already knew it since I was a kid that this was more my season. Da da da. Like, I used to listen to, like, um, alternative, like, rock stations. Green Day is a band that helped me get through um, a lot of stuff. And actually, they talk about these energies in their songs. And, um, like, suicide, depression, death, all that kind of stuff. There's uh, St. What is it? St. Jimmy's? Is that what it's called? Off their, like, American Idiot album? It's, like, a fucking 10-minute song. It's, like, the first or second song on the album it's like 10 minutes but that that one I would listen to all the time I would listen to fucking like Maroon 5 like she will be loved I'm all crying in my room like beauty queen of only 13 she changing the lyrics and shit the killers I love them my happy song um was island in the it still is like there used to be this, like, anime website. Fuck, I gotta find it. I'll post it. But some someone did, like, a fanfic video of uh, Island in the Sun by Weezer. And I would just listen to that song over and over and over again to make myself feel happy. And um, just in an energy of, like, not being where I was at. And I didn't realize, like, I was like, oh, I'm sad. I, I knew I was, like, sad. But I, it was because of, like, my circumstances. And later in my life, when I got a therapist because I needed one, I knew something was wrong. And um, she was like, she kind of was like, this is like, you know, you're a very resilient person. But the reason you feel like this is because things have happened back to back to back and you just can't take it anymore. And so I was like sad because of the circumstances. And so it's always been circumstantial for me, not like a consistent like constantly being down or anything and um i i was exposed to students being depressed youth being depressed in high school when my parents finally split and i was so happy i was like hallelujah i am happy this monster is out of my life and da 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 but the courts like mandated we go to therapy and i did not fuck with the therapist i did not fuck with the hospital that they were trying to give us therapy me and my brother would go AWOL and walk to the McDonald's, the Starbucks. My mom was like, oh my God, they're out of control. I'm like, mom, like, we're like fine. Like, I know we're fucked up, but like, we're actually, we're fine. And this is just making shit weird. Um, I would, and then when they would make me go, I would just sit there and not talk about anything because I didn't trust that. Like, I, my intuition and me have been friends for so long at that point that I just knew who could and couldn't be trusted and this person was not a safe place and she was very judgy and was not of my ethnic you know background didn't understand me I could just feel the judgment and my the school like the institution they knew something was wrong in my household since I was a very young girl and didn't do anything to help me or my family the churches did not help me or my family and so I was not depressed I was like irritated and angry I think at the fact that like there were all these things that allegedly help people but like they never helped my family and so I was like fuck you like this is I don't need this shit and I didn't see the stuff that happened to me as like debilitating like I was like I'm I'm gonna go to school like I'm gonna graduate I'm going to work I'm going to buy myself a car I'm gonna buy myself a computer I'm gonna buy myself all the things I didn't have access to because of whatever reasons and um so I was never like depressed I was just very resilient and like bullheaded about okay might take me a little longer but like I'm still gonna get it done and so my spiritual team too they used to like if anybody outside would try to bring me down by saying I'm not gonna do this or because of my race because of my ethnicity because of my gender because of my experiences I'm I just was like who the fuck are you to tell me what I can and cannot do you do not limit me I'm a limitless being and I know that I can do whatever I put my mind to like I would just consume positive things through sounds through music through 
um, I would just like hear the angels and hear things like affirm positivity within me. So even when it came to like things going down at home, if it was like cultural related or whatever, oh, she's, she's bad. She's negative. Cause I'm being loud and defending myself. I'm like, you think whatever you want, but like, I know who I am. I know what I'm about and your negativity is not going to make me feel bad about myself. But I was really tired of like fighting and I never understood why these adults were against me, a youth. And I didn't feel like telling these people anything about me because it's like, you're already treating me in a weird way. Why would I like go to you like for something? You know what I mean? So it was just a very interesting thing. And I realized that just because you didn't have like a lot of the people that I, that I experienced that were like in my school had everything I thought would make my life better, but they were still kind of like sad and depressed about things. And I felt like, wow, like you can, you can still be unhappy even if you have everything that other people may see as like, um, the key to their happiness or something. And I just knew something was wrong there, but I didn't have the verbiage until I went to, college um and was taking like sociology and psychology and a lot of like ethnic study courses and um you know the humanities and the social sciences and liberal arts like that's when I was like wow and I've been addicted to educating myself ever since because this is totally different than what they were teaching me at the schools and I always knew that information was bullshit you know so when it came to this energy of depression like it was in school like people were just like not showering like they wouldn't change their clothes they wouldn't come to class um there were like i don't know it was just like ah man there was just so much where i was just like whoa it's like it's heavy and and then i started doing these readings and things and how i saw it visually was I was doing this private event and it was at someone's home and these are like okay there's like rich and then there's wealthy and then there's like wealthy and they fell under that category like top one percent type shit I was like in the room and I'm like this is the side of size of like my entire fucking neighborhood like I was just like wow I love that they were able to create this for themselves and really soaking up the energy and I was reading for people one after the other after the other and got depressed. I was like, there's a theme of depression here. And the owner of the house, like it was a woman that threw the party, but her husband, um, they were the last two that I read. He showed me himself in a pool and he was like swimming and drowning at the same time. And it was, he just felt like every time he tried to like get up to the top, he'd get a little bit of air and then was dragged back down again dragged back down again and he had so many layers of clothes on him and he was like I have to be strong I have to pull myself out I have to bring all these things with me at the same time and like it was just big 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 weight on his back dragging him down and he had enough energy to be able to get the strength to barely breathe but it was a cycle that was like over and over and over again. And I'm like, wow. And it's been years that he's been depressed. And no one knew. And he was just quiet the whole time I was reading. And then I look up and he's like crying. And I didn't allow that to throw me off. But I just kind of gave him a look and like nodded my head. You know? Because that's ultimately what... Like, that acknowledgement really does help people to be able to, like, move forward. And, like, I see you and, you know, keep keep going. And so he was showing me that same cycle over and over again. And I was looking at the environment. And he was ashamed of, like, who would see, but no one was around. And he had amassed all of this for himself. Like, he was in his own backyard. And he couldn't even enjoy it. And... Then he was just like, I was like, well, show me what it would look like if you were to start unraveling, you know, like uh, helping yourself. And he started taking off his clothes like in the water one by one. 
he was unbuttoning stuff he'd come back up and breathe and then he'd get dragged back down and then he would like take off the next layer the next layer the next layer until he was completely naked and that's when he had the energy to swim up and he was not just like his little mouth and nose exposed but his whole upper body was just like above the water and then he realized he he was just like he put his feet down and he was standing in the water and it was like waist deep but the whole time he had his clothes on it felt like way way bigger like it looked like it was like the ocean to be honest and then he had transformed the pool into something that was like small enough for him to stand in and see and then he was able to get himself out easily then he goes and gets like um you know those like pool things to like pull all his clothes out and just like leaves him out to dry and if you've ever tried getting out of a pool with clothes on you know how like it just creates extra weight imagine having like a hundred layers of clothing on top of you trying to do that like it just it's just not possible and so his body his spirit did like a healing right in front of me and he just like <sighs> took this deep breath and I was like good and then we were able to see that as a man as a provider he was like a white male but he grew up um he grew up completely differently than how his kids were experiencing life and he worked so hard so that way no one around him would ever have to like struggle but his wife was not like acknowledging him his wife was not creating space his wife was not da 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 and I was just like oh my god his wife's reading was funny because she was just like she was also depressed but it was it more it had to do more with like her not feeling worthy and lovable and stuff like that so they were kind of creating this weird dynamic within their relationship and by the end of it she was sitting on top of him and they were hugging each other and like crying and I was just like what did I just like what is this I was like I'm like in this big ass home and this couple, I don't know if they're drunk. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is what like the ultra wealthy just like do. Like she's like straddling him and like they're holding each other in front of the entertainment. And like it was a beautiful moment. But at the same time, like my coping mechanism is laughter and like keeping things light. And so it's just it was so inappropriate. I was like, oh, and just laughing and just like, I love this. It's healing. Da, da, da. I was like, all right so hungry tired you know that was like i had a full day of readings and then went to that party this was like uh pre-covid or like i think they were gonna like shut some shit down or something and like they didn't care so i was like whoa and then i started seeing depression it was always like some pool or body of water um there was a celebrity who she like died and she drowned and the second I saw that she was missing. I saw her thinking about things and she was just so graceful and just floated. Like she like sunk to the bottom and like laid there and like did not want to come up. And I was seeing that there were energies around her that had been around her for a while um and it was just like this moment of like a choice there was, there was just like a moment she had choices and I was like whoa and then the news came out like later and I was just like shit and it wasn't just me it was like other mediums and stuff like that that I know that saw a similar picture and so and I'm not a big fan of um I hate I think it's the tackiest shit when people try to like capitalize off of like tragedy and stuff like that um when it comes to just like I don't know I just I, I'm just not that kind of person that just like talks about it online but like it's just interesting to see when you have like a group of other capable um practitioners that are like looking at things and like why people do things and then seeing how the news comes out but like also kind of like knowing and then another um depression story with the water had to do with one of my my coworkers, my ex coworkers, and he's a Taurus son as well. Our birthdays are a couple days apart, and we always celebrate. Like, mine is like four days apart, right? So we celebrate two days after mine, two days before his. And um, he was like my work husband. <laughs> he, 
and I was his work wife, but I liked calling him my work wife and me being his work husband. He didn't like that because he's a very traditional, like, teddy bear, grizzly bear man, the manliest man I've known. Um, he does things like hunt and fish and, like, he shoots guns and, like, probably knows how to make fires and shit. And he just gives me, like, big caveman energy. But he used to come to me in my dreams often and even after we stopped working with each other I was still connected to him and he he's he's so comfortable being in nature and being in his emotions and stuff like that he actually took my hand once and was like you know willing to go deep with me like he wanted to show me how deep I could actually go and he had been to like the center of the earth that's how deep he knows how to go into his feelings into his being and I was like oh baby I am not ready for that in my dreams and I was just like fuck but he's so he's so magical and um I respect and like love him and I always will even if we don't like talk like that but basically uh I hadn't seen him or he took like a a long like uh break like you know how we have like some three-day weekends or something like that so he I think he extended it to do like a trip and he loves taking people out on the water to experience like the beauty of nature and um, he took one of his friends and like, he tells me this story, like, you know, after he comes back to work and I was like, Oh my God, that's so interesting. You were on the water. Cause I had a dream about you and it had to do with water. He's like, Oh, okay. Tell me about it. So in my dream, I'm seeing him. I'm like in, it's like all, it's like, it looked like a lagoon and they were really tall. Like the grass was so tall and um it was taller than me it looked like kind of like corn mazy type shit and I was just walking 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 and I found this canoe on the riverbed and I I was like okay cool there's a canoe and then there's like a little like paddle and I was like I can't see in the dark and I'm not able to swim and I don't want to get wet and da 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 like there were all these things that were like coming up where I was just like how am I supposed to help him because I was watching him and he was walking into the water following this little like firefly and the firefly and him were speaking to each other without speaking to each other and so I'm like watching him and like worrying because like oh my gosh he's starting to walk deeper 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 into the water so then I get into the canoe and I quietly started to row because I didn't want him to feel me or see me behind him because what if I'm disturbing him what if he knows exactly what he's doing and then I go to this part of the water and the firefly has illuminated the entire like body of water and there's like this like spiral staircase going down to the center of the planet of the earth and he's walking in it and he's he's kind of like floating at the same time and he's just following the firefly and I was not allowed to go deep down because it just I just knew it was not for me to go down there to get him. And then I had a feeling that he was going to come back up. There were parts of him that didn't want to come back up, but he was going to come back up because I'm like, you you can do this. Come on, man. Like go down there and get whatever it is that you need to get, but come back up. And then I like canoed back and just like waited for him and then it was a long time before he came back up. And then he did and he was just like like refreshed and I could tell that he just needed to be like by himself and he could hear me shuffling in the the tall grass he was walking towards me and then I woke up and I was like you scared me because it looked like you were drowning and um and I was coming out to save you but then you ended up saving yourself and he just got really quiet he just looked at me he turned red he was like huh he was like you know that trip I was telling you about with my friend I was like yeah he was like he almost drowned and I ended up saving him and I didn't have enough energy to like come back up and I was underwater for a little bit and then I like it, he just I don't know if he got pushed up or he just found the strength but he was able to like save himself too and then every time I had a feeling of texting him I would I would just send him some sunshine some glitter emojis sparkles a voice note and yeah, I was just like, whoa, he's a very spiritual person. And for us to be connected in the dream world like that, and it was just very easy to talk to him about stuff. He's um, a Venus in Cancer. My Venus in Taurus loves that. 
So, yeah, I was just like, whoa. And then I realized he was going through some stuff. Like, he was, like, depressed. And I told him about, like, you know, him being this, like, very strong man and how I thought it was very masculine that he was also deeply connected to his emotions. Like, I was like, you know, that shit's attractive. (laughs) And we just started talking about our feelings and things, and we got very close. And, um, yeah, I was just, I was just very, I just thought it was very interesting that he was able to sit with these energies that could, like, depress him, but he was able to change it and, like, move forward and acknowledge it and, like, respect it. Like, that's what I learned from watching him and his grief and his depression, and he never, ever, ever tried to throw it onto someone, and he never, ever, ever, like, he knew when it was time to, like, overpower it, like, he didn't let it consume him, and I was like, that's a freaking strength, so ever since then, I've just been super amazed at him, his, like, capabilities, and then I started embarrassing myself in front of him, and then we, like, you know, we we just have we haven't worked it's been a long time since we worked together but we're still like friends but um I knew I was like oh girl you gotta cool this down because I liked how he he was smelling one day and um I asked him what his cologne was and he started laughing he's like I'm not wearing any cologne I was like oh my god I guess I love your BL then and then he turned really red and then later later down the line I realized he had um some feelings for your girl but I was like baby you're just not my man but I love you but like you're not my man but I love you maybe in another lifetime but also like I'm just not one to play with people and their emotions if I know how they feel about me and I think it was because I was sensitive and intuitive and saw him that he had those feelings and he liked my brand of femininity he liked my um you know whatever it was that I brought to the table and I also respected that about him too but enough about like my little work crush he I was just trying to tell you about me saying work crush <laughs> about his work crush Ooh, was that a Freudian slip I don't know I don't know could be if he listens to this hey if somehow you're listening to this because you're just trying to like keep up with me and you're just like on point and you want to take me out, let me know. I'm just kidding, um, but not really. Okay, back to the back to the point. Depression. I realized that everybody deals with it in a different way, and um, and then it kind of sparked my curiosity about me and like how I feel about it, and I don't like to feel it. I personally do not want to, I don't know, it's like I just didn't want to go there. I thought that I was like broken or something or like I, for me it's more of like I get shocked I think is what it is. I'm just like, I feel this way? For how long? Like I don't even know. Like it's like, I don't know. It just like shocks me and then I'm just like, ooh, this isn't cute, like and I feel like I've used my heart chakra to connect to people on such a deep level. I get upset about not being able to connect to myself in that way, but I also have a 12th house moon. So my moon, and it's Scorpio, you guys, okay? I got my Pluto and my 12th, and I'm all Scorpio rising as well. So if you wanna know about me, Google 12th house moon, 12th house Pluto, Scorpio rising, and it's all in Scorpio it eats up my first and my 12th house. And so I need time to isolate. I need time to be by myself. I need time to just feel my stuff. And I don't, it's like some people get depressed when they're by themselves and stuff or in the dark or whatever. And I'm like, I fucking love that shit. I was like laying down in my bed, listening to music, making myself feel sad making myself feel emotions and I'm just like singing the same song over and over again until I feel better is healing for me. Journaling, I don't really cry. It wasn't safe for me to cry at home. And so this year I've been crying often. Um, I was like in a little bit of love and out of it. And like, I was like, whoa, like I was able to feel that again for someone different other than this person that I've just been, you know, 
back and forth with for a long ass time. And I was like, oh my God, like it's possible. Like I felt hopeful. And so I was also able to see like the human within me and not just, um, you know, like it's like if you have these feelings, it's normal. And I think I mentioned, I'm not sure if this was the episode, but like a lot of my experiences when I've been depressed or like disconnected, paused, like beside myself, shocked, quiet, stunned was because of the crazy shit that happened within my family or traumatic experiences and I just didn't know how to handle it and I just like froze and I just needed like time and it's all circumstantial but I end up moving through it I just need to give myself that time so that's that's the energy of depression that I've experienced and through my readings and through my own experiences and then oh honey the energy of death I'm gonna see if like I have my mom's recording on my phone but we experience death in the same way Um, I talked about this in previous episodes, but my mom's youngest sister who, okay, I'm starting to feel myself getting lit up. She's a monster and she's also one of those people that looks normal on the outside, but on the inside is just like pure evil. Like she's just fucking nasty and she's not even human but she's killed a lot of people and my grandmother her mom my mom's mom my favorite grandma uh yeah she was like murdered um by her and her weirdo boyfriend back in like 2018 2017 oh my god i'm forgetting it's been five years hold on 18 19 20 21 22 2017 whatever it was either 2017 or 2018 I think it was 2017 yeah it was okay because I was pretty fucked up then December um and I death was all around like I was freaking out and telling my family if I don't hear from my grandma I something is wrong I was like something is wrong we I need to hear her voice two weeks straight I've just I was just kind of like in this weird vibe of like I could feel my grandma and I was like I never felt her in that way before and um things would just be like moving around I remember I was like driving to work one morning and I felt this sharp pain splitting like my head open and I thought I was like stroking out on the fucking freeway and I was like oh my god god I can't like die now I was like I'm in my 20s I'm too young to die like what the hell like I was just like feeling all kinds of weird feelings I'm like why do why am I feeling this like where is this coming from is this even me and at the time I was in um in taking into consideration being like a medical doctor and I was working in that field and I was exposed to cadavers, bodies, um, you know, we were doing autopsies often and uh, we would do things like every Friday for like research purposes with um, like educational institutions running internships so that way college students, um, uh, high school students would be able to get like year one, year two level training um, through this internship and uh, I was around ghosts and dead bodies all the time and so I knew that I was being contacted by a spirit and I was like, this isn't right. Like what the hell is happening? And at that time I was into watching, you know, those like murder mystery crime solving stuff. And I just knew a little too much about like how the black market or like the underworld and stuff like that was like being run. And I didn't like that shit, but it was for learning purposes. Cause I knew, um, my, my, uh, Oh my god, I don't even want to fucking call her my aunt, but what I, like that demon um was uh doing and I just knew what she was up to. And so death was visiting me and it was very quiet and calm and it was like comforting. It was very quiet and I was talking to my mom recently about my grandma visiting me. Like I woke up in my place and I could just feel her around and I was just like what do you like I haven't felt her in a while like that 
And my mom reminded me it was like around the time of her anniversary of her death. And I was like, whoa, like, how did I forget? Like, I don't usually forget these things. And then we started talking and she was telling me about how she felt around that time. And she never told me that story. And I was also explaining to her around the pandemic, like, I would be out at the grocery stores. I would be like with friends and all of a sudden they'd see me like shift and they're like you just got really quiet and I'm like yeah because I just felt like death passed by and it would be following someone in the store and whether it was coming for them coming for a family member I just knew that energy like it was like an old friend and I'm like oh my god what are you doing here it's kind of like if you were to see a dinosaur just out in public but you're the only one that can see the dinosaur and Whenever I connect to people in my readings, I always see this like gust of wind and it's very dark. I'm like in a cave and there's this light at the end of the tunnel and it's like a train coming straight towards me and it always stops like right in front of me and the nick of time. But the force of the wind is like and it's blowing my hair back, my clothes back, but I'm still standing and I'm like face to face with it and it's super quiet. I can't hear anything. You know how sometimes you can hear like ee, like this like um, high-pitched noise? It's like the opposite of that where it feels like your ears got turned off and everything is quiet and you feel nothing and everything at the same time. The level of peace that death brings is it's low-key like, I was going to say hot, but it's just kind of like, ooh, like it's like the beginning of time and the end of time at the same time. I just It's very confusing. It's beautiful. It's You just don't want to talk about it. It's just more of an experience. And I was telling my mom that I see it as this like, tr- like truck or this like train moving towards me and it just like stops and I'm in a tunnel. And she's like, that's interesting you say that because I felt like death came to me and realized at the last minute it wasn't me it was looking for, but my mom. And so she also knew my grandma was going to die before she died in a very like scary way because she had like um she was telling me it was like her and my baby sister at the time and she was uh, opening her car door she had like parked on the street and all of a sudden this car out of nowhere just like rushed past her and if she hadn't like pushed herself up against the car door like even though she was outside of the door and like slammed the door shut it would have taken the door off and like hit her and she would have died and like my sister wouldn't have even seen her because she was like still in the car like grabbing her things and stuff like that and she said she felt death visit her realized that it got the wrong person and then went to get her mom instead and I was like holy shit I was like mom why didn't you ever tell me shit like this? I'm like over here having these experiences by myself. You're over here having the same shit. You're not telling me this stuff. I'm like, what the hell? So it's just very interesting how she's also blocked herself off to certain things. Like she's not over here like with a podcast. She would never be willing to come on here to just like talk about this shit and doesn't understand why I talk about this stuff. But I'm like, girl, mm -mm. mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. But yeah, death death is definitely like out and about and you'll just feel it and you'll just like know and usually like the people that it has an appointment with they also know like it's not new information to them it's kind of like they and then they there's like a sense of like peace or like needing to close things around or I don't know it's just it's just very interesting how and when it comes but basically that's like how I've experienced it in my readings and in my actual life and uh through the people that i've experienced as well and hopefully this information won't make you feel all kinds of weird and if you ever feel overwhelmed by depression or suicide and you think that the only way for you is out out is through killing yourself or dying i promise you there's a whole lot of life that you have not lived yet and it wouldn't it wouldn't be fair 
like you're so sparkly and important and special and have a purpose that's why you're here and if it's if life is like that bad you can fucking change it like if you're literally at your wits end and you're just like fuck it like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna die if at my own hands i might as well try to do shit that's gonna make me happy so if that's like saving your money up or get taking all your belongings getting rid of it going cross country flying to a different country doing something that just will make you feel alive that you've always wanted to do that you've denied yourself access to is super important especially for those that have resources and money and a lot of the times too it doesn't have to be that you get help through talk therapy you can use your gifts and your um you know your energy and your money to whether you put yourself through some kind of like spiritual development training or you find readers that can read for you or you go to a beautiful place in nature and you can just like relax or you you go on a quest to find yourself and like truly truly like live this life for yourself and you give yourself little luxuries like painting singing dancing playing that instrument do it fucking badly like who cares if you love that person you're in love with someone tell them i love you i can't see myself living life without you and if they don't love you back that's okay there's like a billion other people on the planet there's like eight billion but you know what i mean that like you have not met yet you have not you have not told your story yet you have not had those experiences yet so for you to kind of like give that up because you're overwhelmed by something is giving your power away to some shit that like you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like, it's a game. It's like a trick on this planet. And you have the power within you to bring yourself out of it. And I'm a thousand percent sure that you're going to think yourself at a later point. And for those that have experienced, um, you know, the loss of a loved one due to depression, suicide, um, murder, whatever, it fucking sucks. And, you know, you will be able to grow around the grief so it doesn't consume you. But it does take you being gentle with yourself and, you know, like, you don't have to live a life identifying with, like, that tragedy or that trauma. Like, you can transmute it and do something in dedication to, in in spite of, or in inspiration to. Like, there's just, like, other things you can do with your experiences is what I'm trying to get at. But, yeah, uh, I know for me, I'm not one to... um, sit and talk to someone that doesn't know what the fuck I've been through and like have them tell me it's gonna be okay it's gonna be right now I'm gonna meditate I want to take a look at like why on a deep level I need to feel my feelings I want to be around people and like hold space and you know let them know like even though I might not know what you're going through I've been through some shit too and you know like you're you're a tough cookie you're a tough person and um like you don't have to live life like feeling this way forever so it's just a temporary kind of thing and you have people that do love you even if you don't feel that love for yourself or um feel loved in that moment like it's just nice when people are consistent and show up and that's literally what one of the lessons that I learned was like I didn't need to do as much as I did for others whether it's like share my resources or my time or my energy at the expense of myself when I was going through my own shit I could have just been there in a different kind of way and um yeah like now I know and I know during the winter season that like when I'm extra sensitive it's because a part of me is dying a part of me is grieving maybe there are feelings that I haven't been able to process because I didn't feel comfortable or safe enough to at that time that's coming up for me to address now and I need to cocoon myself but it's not in a way where like I'm not able to get myself out because I have the tools to help myself now and um that you being able to do it for yourself is the best way like I don't know how else to say it like you don't really need all this stuff or to find this stuff outside of yourself to heal it but it is super dope to have it it's like supernatural like it's natural in a super kind of way but it's also supernatural and like a damn kind of way when you're able to like meet people that have gone through shit and are able to like feel you and um, hold space so that's that's what I'm trying to get at and if you need a reminder you are loved and you can always set intentions to feel differently and transmute your energy and um, there's a whole lot of life left to live no matter where you're at in the world who you're with in the world 
what your situation is in the world. There's still a whole lot more left. Do what you will with that information. There's no homework this week besides, um, you know, honoring um, yourself and like your life. And I will talk to you next time. Toodaloo for now. I'm so glad that you found me on your journey. I hope to catch you next week's episode. Connect with me on Instagram or YouTube at Readings by Nos. Feel free to send me an email with questions you'd like answered, stories you'd like to share, comments, concerns, or if you just want to stop by and say hello. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay blessed.